Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, You know, I know I say this all the time, but it's so true. Uh, When I think about the things that I'm grateful for, doing this podcast and the connections I have made with people, that, that does top my list. You know, I I get a lot of people asking me questions about the podcast and, you know, starting a podcast and building a business on their podcast and things like that. And of course, I I try to help in in whatever way I can, Uh, but I also help them understand, you know, when I started this podcast, it, it was, you know, a way of disseminating information for sure, but then it just became my play, right? So my opportunity to take some time every day to just sit and think about, different ideas and play around with them and like, oh, this is so cool and, and to share them. And so to think that other people take those ideas and run with it and really kind of internalize them and change their own life so that they can serve other people better. That's just icing on the cake. And then, you know, when I get people that reach out and, and email or text or whatever and say, oh my goodness, Michelle, how about this idea? Or, what do you think about this? Or when I have a string of coaching clients and they're all asking the same questions. Uh, I love that because it's, again, it's up leveling my ability to play with ideas. And then when I go out into the public, you know, maybe I go to, to an event and I see people and they've been listening to the podcast. It's just, uh, you know, such a great opportunity to connect with other people. So thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Um, I just love this. So, okay, what is our, even our topic? Cause I just kind of got on that, that, that love bubble for a minute. Okay. So first of all, happy July. <laughs> Today, as I'm recording this, this is July 1st. So happy July. Welcome. Uh, but we're asking the question, what is authenticity? And this question is really coming from several different conversations I've had with people over the last couple of weeks, talking about things like being real, genuine, authentic, um, a person of integrity. So what is authenticity? Well, I, I think uh, to understand it, kind of our human brains are pattern-seeking devices. We like opposites because it helps us to compare and contrast and understand. Uh, one thing we need to know is that no matter where you live, because remember on this podcast, we have thousands of listeners at this point, uh, and, and they're coming from hundreds of different countries. So no matter where you live, your society, your culture, even a global culture, right, It pushes us to conform, right? So there is a definition of success, right? And taking this down to uh, an easier to understand unit, let's say your family of origin, right? So this is the family that you were kind of born into, right? Your family of origin had a definition of success for you, right? And you kind of internalized that before you were able to consciously choose that or something different. So my, my family of origin gave me the idea that grades are really important. You need to be very active in school. Uh, to get an A minus was punishable, uh, by a beating, um, because they really wanted me to be successful. They wanted me to be able to go to college, to have a better life than they did. 
So my family had a definition of success. You do well in school, you achieve, right? So some people look at, at some accomplishments I've had, such as, you know, relatively recently within the last few months, I, I was, um, you know, I finished my, my PhD and they're like, oh, that's awesome. That's wonderful. And I don't want to limit that. I do also want to say because of that family of origin and what, what was given to me, um, it, it kind of is not a surprise, right? Uh, it would be more of a surprise if somebody's family of origin did not have uh, achieving academically as part of their definition of success, okay? And the opposite of that is if you are different from that definition of success, then you're not going to be successful. So for example, in my family of origin, if you didn't get good grades, you're not going to be successful. Well, Okay, but that also applies to maybe the kid who, who came from a family where academics was not important, but yet, you know, uh, you know, independence was, right? Maybe, maybe somebody uh, in that family was very good academically and they, they relied on other people and their family might look at them and say, oh, because they're different from us, they're not going to be successful, so what if your soul is calling you to live a different way than the people around you, right? This, this non-conformist way, if you will. So, you know, I found it very interesting. I was reading, there's a book out there called Mastery. I'm sure it has a, a subtitle, but just look up Mastery. Uh, forget who, who it was that wrote it, but basically it's, it's stories of people throughout the ages who were very successful um, based on a lot of different definitions, right? So, so big thinkers, uh, Mozart was included in that, right? And uh, I, there was a section in there that was talking about Mozart's kind of personality traits and how uh, based on some of the, the latest, um, uh, what is it, D DSM-5 or, or later, the, basically it's the, the book, that tells mental health professionals what is normal and what is not. That if you would take Mozart and who he was as a person, you could basically label him as mentally ill because of that. When in reality, people like Mozart and Einstein and others, yes, they were labeled as different and, and maybe they were mentally ill, I don't know, but they were hugely successful, right? It's because society and this kind of group consciousness, right? The, the group think says, this is how we're going to think. And, uh, you know, you can be free in this system as long as you think the way that we do. Right. Have you ever seen this? Um, you know, maybe you go to a, a particular church or temple or synagogue and they believe a certain way. And you're like, huh, I'm kind of questioning this a little bit. And you, you know, people look at you like you have three heads. Like, no, that's not what we think. That's not what we believe here, right? Or a political group. I see this all the time in education. You know, one of the, the things, the beliefs, I guess, that I am passionate about when I'm in the education system. Now, listen, I've been a, a teacher, a classroom teacher. I've been an administrator. I've been in the system, Okay. I understand this type of thinking, but I cannot stand it anymore where someone says we can't do what we really want to do because we don't have money. 
Uh, yep, nope, that's not an excuse anymore. Uh, there are so many different ways. And this comes from the entrepreneurial side of myself to say, nope, that's not an excuse. We can find a way. Maybe your education system is not set up to give you the money from the flow of the system, but that does not mean that you can't find money somewhere else. Okay. So there's a, a way that says, hey, this is how we think and you're free as long as you think like this. No, actually freedom comes from saying, ah, no, I don't, I don't like that or I don't agree with that. Um, I'm going to think about it this way, right? So when we're talking about authenticity, we need to keep that in mind. Authenticity is not saying I'm, in, I'm a person of integrity because I believe 100% of, you know, what my church, what my doctor, what my authority figures say, Right? You know, so, uh, those systems are set up too that they, they don't necessarily want authentic free thinkers. They want what I'll lovingly and affectionately call lemmings, you know, people to follow their ways because that's their definition of success. It's not, not in a, um, I, I'm going to hold you down kind of a way. It's a, Hey, we know that if you think X, Y, and Z, you're going to stay safe and secure and successful. And we want that for you, right? They just don't entertain that there might be a different way to, to have the same safety, security, and success. So authenticity requires you to know who you are as a person. Not only, you know, why are you why are you joining this church or this group or this, you know, believing these politic things, but who you, who are you? What are your desires? What are your values? What are your emotions, right? What are you loyal to and why? The age old expression, know thyself, right? Know yourself first, yourself individually, and then express verbally. You can start to be a person of integrity and authentic and genuine, but not until you know who you truly are. All right, I'm going to throw out a couple, you know, couple uh, issues. So trigger warning, if you're in a place of, you know, just uh, a soft place. All right, I'm, I'm going to sh share two issues here. They're, they're very kind of front and in um, the United States here. So the first one is this, this uh, um, issue of abortion, right? That is relatively like really still out in the, the main frame of, of our conversations uh, because of the, the recent Roe versus Wade overturning. So as far as that, I know my individual choice, which I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> but I know what my choice is. And I know how I would like to love and care for and serve others. I know myself and what I would like to do. So when I'm going to be an authentic and genuine person, one who is a, um, a person of integrity, it comes from my choice for myself and my choice to love and serve others has nothing to do with my church, my authority figures, my family of origin. I've made that decision for myself. I also have not stepped over anyone else's boundary and said, you must live life this way because that's what I choose. Okay. 
I'll, I'll throw out the, the racial divide we also have here in the United States, right? Um, or inequity or social justices, right? There, there's all of these things. I know my choice and I know what I would like to do to love and care for and serve other people. Regardless of what the issue is, I know my choice. I do not necessarily go out and, and advocate, you know, one way or the other. Although if you listen to me, you'll understand I advocate for you to know yourself and make your own decisions, right? I don't tell you what to believe or what to think because that's not my job. That's your job to figure out what's important to you, right? I can hold paradoxes and perspectives in my brain and be genuine and authentic while doing it. Okay. Now I recognize that I might not think like most other people do. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, I also feel like sometimes, especially in the circles that I'm in, that I might be thinking higher or deeper or broader than others. And so, uh, that makes me quiet right? Uh, a lot of times people will say, if you're quiet, you're, you can't handle, you, you know, you're, you're, um, adding to the problem, right? Um, some people have said, if, if you're quiet, you are on the side of the oppressors. I don't believe that at all. I believe that sometimes people are being authentic and genuine and they are thinking higher, broader, and deeper. And your quietness is more like you can't handle the truth. And the truth is that you are not right. Your particular side of the issue is not right. When you put all of the perspectives together, that is more right. Okay. So we need to understand all of the pieces and parts together to really have an understanding of what the issue is. And then beyond that, it's not, not what's right and wrong. It's how do we go forward? So my quietness is not siding with the oppressors. My quietness is saying, you're not ready for the solution. You're still talking about the problem. Okay. So my nonconformist thinking actually respects all without any hate at all. And I, I can live my life in integrity this way. So what about you? What are you loyal to and why? Do you uh, toe the party line, right? Do you, do you spout off what your parents and grandparents have always said about politics? Do you, um, you know, repeat your uh, religious authority figures on social media, but don't give your own opinion? Do you um, advocate for, you know, these issues and only these issues and only these ways because that's what your, uh, your group has told you to? Now, you may say and do all of those things, but it comes from a place of you knowing yourself. That's awesome. If you say, no, this is what I truly believe and you, you go, awesome. Go, go. If you feel led to advocate for those things, go do that. And remember, don't step on other people's toes while you do it. Okay. So being a person of authenticity is saying, you know what, I've been given a lot by my community over time. And I want to just see, am I okay with those thoughts and beliefs? Or do I want to adjust accordingly? Okay.
All right. Hey, I know this one's a little bit longer than we normally do. I hope this really got you thinking. Uh, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Okay. Awesome. With that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.